Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm your host, Coach Maria, and I'm so excited that you joined in today. Now, I have a special treat today, but before I get started, I just want to remind you what this podcast is about. It's about having you stay more energized, focused, disciplined, and positive so you, you can experience more joy, happiness, and positivity in your life more love and more vibrancy in your life. So today's topic is very unique because we're going to talk about relationships today. Relationships and how relationships can even get better and better and better. So what I've done today is I've invited one of my colleagues, Melody Chatamoyo, all the way from Ireland, and she's going to share with us some really great tips on her book. And it's called Why Self-Love is the Key to True Love. Now, Melody comes to us from Ireland. Let me just tell you a little bit about her. And I'm going to just read a little bit about her. Melody is a relationship coach. She's also a, she's a certified relationship coach. And she's also a certified law of attraction coach. Now, she's going to share with us the struggles that she had in her relationship. And she's going to, her book, she asks you questions. Have you perhaps struggled in your relationship? Have you settled for good enough? Or perhaps you might be interested in rekindling the joy in your relationship. Now, Melody took her marriage from the brink of divorce. And on her journey, she recreated herself and the relationship she had with her husband. So, Melody, I'm so excited that you've joined us here all the way from beautiful Ireland. Welcome to Motivational Moments with Maria. How are you? I'm great, Maria. Oh, what, what an introduction. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Now, now you told me when we originally spoke that your friend <clears throat> said to you, hey, just tolerate the relationship. And, and you said to yourself, what did you say yourself? You said you were unwilling to do what? I, I was unwilling to be unhappy for the rest of my life and to settle for, for pain because I was, I was in pain. I wasn't, I wasn't happy at all. And I'm, and I'm, I'm a home bed for, or a homing bed for joy. And I wasn't feeling the joy and I was like, life is so long you know life is very long when you're unhappy and i was not willing to be unhappy for that long so i thought maybe it's time to check out <laughs> now, now it's time to check out when you mean check out of your marriage or check out of your relationship or just what check out of my marriage and find somebody else who would see me love me connect with me the way i thought okay. i was supposed to be connected with Okay, good. All right. No, I understand that. So, so before we go deeper into the book, you, um, I noticed that you don't have that Irish accent that we're expecting from Ireland, right? So tell no. us, where are you originally from, Melody? I'm originally from Zimbabwe, born and raised. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about your journey from Zimbabwe to Ireland. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so my, my husband and I had been married 
uh, almost two years when we lost a baby and mm. we decided that we didn't want to stay because sometimes it's harder to stay in a place where you feel the reminders of everything. So we decided that the best thing for us was to go on an adventure. And he applied for a PhD in computer science, which he got easily because he was very, very smart. And we found ourselves three months later in Dublin Island, um, the two of us thinking, okay, we are on an adventure and this is going to be awesome, but we're only going to stay for two years. And that was 1999. <laughs> and now it's 2020. And I'm still it's here. It's 2020. You're yes. still there. Yes. So you've obviously you've settled in. So you talk about in your book that you your marriage came into settling and you got to the point where, hey, I don't even want to go home sometimes and see my husband. And the honeymoon was over. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, because, you know, when you get married and it's all happiness and joy and juicy and you can't wait to go see the person. And then all of a sudden it's over. And, and, and nobody ever explained to me what that was. So I thought maybe he didn't love me anymore. And, and mm -hmm. some of the problems we were having, like just not seeing eye to eye or not agreeing on things and, and stuff like that. I thought it was because he didn't love me and I didn't love him anymore because the excitement was gone. Mm. And also coming to Ireland, as you say, caused us to be, you know, in, in survival mode. And which I did not expect, didn't even know, because I was so excited to come here. So all those things added up and I found myself not wanting to come home and not looking forward to seeing him. And actually really irritated because I thought I knew him. And I felt like he was betraying me by turning into this person I didn't really like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like wait a minute even though you dated for five years before you got married the new environment caused some stress in the relationship when everyone experiences stress in their relationship right yes yeah, exactly. so you were unhappy and you went on this journey of self-discovery and now in your book you discuss self-love exactly what is self-love? My definition of self-love really is being, loving yourself, seeing yourself, embracing yourself, loving every bit of yourself inside and out, you know, to the point that you are taking care of your needs, making sure you're happy, making sure mm -hmm. you're healthy, making sure you are having all those things that you need and not expecting them from somebody else not expecting him from someone else to provide your happiness is that right exactly Good. yeah all right so so tell us or share with us and i know you share in some of the book in the book is what are some of the signs that you are not loving yourself so some of the signs are you're not looking after yourself you allow people to mistreat you you allow mm. people to say yeah things that hurt you but you don't stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's because I, I now have a, a policy. If someone says, like, you know how people like to send text messages with a lot of feels. And I, I, if I look at it and I read a sentence and I think, okay, this is not going to get any better. I don't continue reading, I delete it. And if someone phones me 
and they are saying something that is abusive or whatever, I cut the phone or I, I put it away from me and I let them talk, but I won't be listening. And, and, and that frees me because I don't expect people to come and shower me with their with dirt, you know, with their filthy mm -hmm. stuff. Because I'm not, I'm not a garbage bin, I'm a human being. You're not a garbage bin and you're not gonna to tolerate that, right? No. No, good. So, so you, you went on this journey and you said, okay, what are some of the exercises that you did or you can share with our listeners on, <coughs> ooh, you okay? Drink some water, you're good. Drink some water. So we were talking about uh, some exercises that you might use to, for yourself, for self-love. Share with us some of the exercises one can do to create um, even more self-love. You know, keeping a gratitude journal is, mm -hmm. is an amazing thing. Uh, putting yourself first, which is you always make sure you reward yourself. Mm -hmm. Buy yourself flowers, for example, or little treats, or go on a vacation, or um, do things that make you feel excited. Even things like knitting and uh, developing your hobbies is an amazing way of, of, of practicing self-love because it helps you to connect deeper with yourself and you feel rewarded when you make whatever it is you make. Because you look at it and you think, ah, I never thought I was going to come up with this. And when you do, it's always good to know that you have made it, something like that. Right, exactly. And you're a very joyous woman, I know that. And one of the things that you love to do is dance, right? Yeah. And so sometimes, yeah, dancing, it frees you. It can it be does. a free yeah. exercise. So You know, you, I've had people saying that I don't dance or I, I don't know how to dance. Literally, dancing is moving your body in whatever crazy way you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And nobody needs to watch you. You can do it on your own, in your own bedroom. That's so true. <laughs> that, that, that is so true. You know, I love to dance too. So what are some of the benefits of having a self-love practice? Benefits are you get to know who you are. You get to understand who you are, what your values are, what interests you, what is important to you, and also how to embrace others because you can't give what you don't have. The mm -hmm. more you practice self-love, the more compassionate you get. And this is mm -hmm. something that totally surprised me because once I started practicing self-love, I was more, I was kinder to my husband. I was nicer as a person. I, I just, yeah, when he was doing things, I was saying, you know, I wouldn't want someone to get upset with me because I was doing this. So let him be, let him do things the way he wants to do them because it makes him happy. Right. And so you were not trying to change who he was. No. Your focus not anymore. On, not anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you work on changing yourself first. Yes. And on that journey, you discovered, whoa, by looking within first, I was able to just increase the, the love in the relationship and the yeah. fun you had in the relationship. Yeah. So how did finding self-love 
or giving yourself self-love improve your relationship? Uh, for one thing, I stopped wanting to or trying to change my husband. And another thing, which is so strange, is I opened up to receiving from him. Oh, so my okay. husband, yeah, because he had been trying so hard to do things for me, but because he wasn't doing things my way, like if he was cooking, for example, I would be saying, you're doing it too slow, you're not doing it right, you're not chopping that right. And I was super critical. But after that, after me going through my own self-love uh, journey, I allowed him to do things his way and I would be so grateful. And as a result, he was eager to clean the house, play with the kids, you know, do things that were overwhelming me actually. But because I, I didn't realize that I was taking on too much and I was a single parent in, in a co-parent home. I, I, when I stopped doing all that and focusing on the fact that I'm tired, I don't need to be perfect. He didn't need to be perfect too. And whatever he was presenting to me, giving to me, I was happily open to receive from. And it made him amazingly happy. That's wonderful. And I, I remember you were telling me the situation where he loved to go to the grocery store with you. All of a sudden, I mean, yes. who loves to go to the grocery store? I do, but most men don't. But that <laughs> most was men it. don't. Mm -hmm. And his friends were laughing at him, actually saying, you know, maybe your wife did some, you know, we, I'm African, so we talk about juju a lot. Maybe she <laughs> did something to you. And he said, actually, that's not true. I don't see gro going grocery shopping with my wife as going grocery shopping. It's actually me spending time with my wife. And that's what we did because we were catching up, we were talking. I was dancing down the aisles because I love doing that. <laughs> and, and we were teasing each other and, you know, and it was so much fun that you wouldn't want to miss it. It was one of those things. Every Saturday was our day. Every Saturday was your day to yeah. spend time together. And it's not so much what you're doing, it's just spending the time together. Together, exactly. Right? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. he would do things that you liked, and sometimes you would do things that he liked. Like, yeah. We spend a lot of time in hardware shops. They are not my favorite places, but he loved doing it, and I loved being there with him. So there you go. There you go. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and as women, we always think that we have to do everything, correct? correct. That's one of the things you talked about, because our culture, I'm sure your culture, yeah. teaches us that you have to always put everyone else first besides yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's not true. Tell me a little bit more about that. It's not true because when I was putting myself last, my husband was miserable. I was miserable. When I started putting myself first and, you know, saying, okay, I've done this, I'm done, I, I, I'm done now. I, I need to take time out just to relax. He was happy to step in. And actually it got to a point where I would come home from work and he'd say, you are too tired, you sit down. I will take the kids to bed uh, and I will do this. I'll make you a cup of tea. And I'm like, you also came from work and he'd say, yes, I did. But you are a woman, you are not as strong as I am. So you sit down, you relax, you get a glass of wine sometimes and he would just run around and take care of me. And, and I would just say, oh, he's actually minding me, which is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was so awesome. Now, yeah. 
So your, your relationship completely changed. And then you said, hey, there's more to this. So I'm going to go get myself certified as a relationship coach in addition to your law of attraction coaching. And you, you've learned some tools and some skills that can help others in their relationships. And, yeah. and, and there's a lot that you talk about in your book, why self-love is the key to true love, right? Mm -hmm. It's a and mouthful. Why self-love uh -huh. is the key to, it's not a mouthful. So <laughs> let me ask you a very important question. Why did you write this book? Oh, that's a very, very uh, important question, actually, for me. Uh, I wrote the book because after we fixed our marriage and we, we were living another level that most people never see, where we were so connected and happy and joyful, and our home was so much fun, like so much fun for us, for the kids, for everybody. Even for our friends who used to come to our house, it was the paradise place. My husband uh, got sick with cancer and he passed away. And for a long time, as you know, I was devastated. And then I realized that I could use all that information I had to help other women who were at the point where I was, where I was almost divorcing my husband, because I thought maybe it was him who was wrong, instead of looking at what else can we do to make this better. That I could mm -hmm. help other women transform their relationships as I did, mm -hmm. as a tribute wow. to the work we did and to my marriage and actually to my husband because he was awesome in that while I was doing all this work, he, he embraced me and did not judge me and accepted whatever changes I was making, you know, as something good. And he just went along with it. And I thought that was a good tribute to, to give. Okay, so I know we, we lost our husband and it was a great gift that you gave to yourself for part yes. of your healing process, but also as a gift to him. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the journey that, and how much you learned by writing and how much you have helped others in probably challenging, difficult relationships because we all have them. Right? Yes, yeah. So there are a lot of tools and trips, tools and trips, in your book, some exercises yes. in there. So what is the one parting thought that you could leave us with today? That true love is possible, mm -hmm. that everybody deserves it, mm -hmm. that just because things are difficult, they, they, can't, they don't need to stay like that. You can, you can change everything and make it better. It's, it's a choice, really. You know, you can, you can get help. Like these days, mm -hmm. as you have said, there's so many coaches. There's so much help out there. Don't compromise your joy and your happiness because we, we are on this earth for such a long, short time. Mm -hmm. And pain is not necessary. So you deserve love. Embrace it. Accept it. Look for it. And live it. That's, that's what I would say. Embrace it, look for it. Accept and live it, it and live it. Accept yeah. it and live it. And yeah. you do know that loving yourself is a gift, right? So oh, loving yeah. yourself is a gift and you deserve to have that. So yes, definitely. 
Right. I, I so appreciate your, your insight and what you learned on your journey. So, so Melody, if somebody wants to connect with you, how do they reach you? Um, through my website, heartfashioninstitute.com, and also by going to take a quiz. I have a quiz that I always ask people because I want to know at what level they are in their love journey because we all have love journeys and it's called www.com uh sorry www.heartpassioninstitute.com forward slash quiz that's right yes no it is and it i'll repeat it for you it's www.heart heart passion institute.com forward slash quiz and you can go and you can take this quiz and get an assessment on where you are in your relationship again heartpassioninstitute.com forward slash quiz see what you find out about yourself so melody also if somebody wanted to get a hold of your book where could they find it amazon.com <laughs> amazon.com <laughs> well what a surprise what a surprise <laughs> hey gang it's an it's a great read it's a great easy read and you'll just find some some really cool information in there some inspiring information and and as melody shares her journey so is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners today melody um I can't think of anything. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Yes, yes, be happy. That's quite a right. Be yes. happy. Be happy. Yes. It's a choice, and we can choose to be happy, or we can yes. choose to be miserable. So, yeah. Melody, I just want to thank you for joining me today on Motivational Moments with Maria. I appreciate your heartfelt discussion. I appreciate you sharing your story. I absolutely honor your struggle and the gifts that you are sharing with others. So my friends, I'm Coach Maria. Thank you for joining in today. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions, send me an email, maria at coachingwithmaria.com or message me on Facebook, Coaching with Maria. And until next week, as always, stay focused, stay positive, and always have fun. Thanks for listening in today. <laughs>